Welcome to Fathers Who Bother, a podcast for men who are as dad as we want to be. In this next episode, we speak with producer Amadeus about developing his own parenting style, talking to his son about his divorce, co-parenting during a pandemic, and more. Check it out. What's up, everybody? This is Jerry Barrow. Welcome to the next episode of the Fathers Who Bother podcast. My guest today is the CEO of Platinum Boy Music, multi-platinum bad boy hitman, record producer, Trey Songs, musical director, tour drummer, um, has made songs, beats for Trey Songs, 50 Cent, Busted Rhymes, Keisha Cole. If you've danced, this man has probably helped you do it. Um, I want to welcome my, my main man, Amadeus to the podcast today what's up brother my brother what an amazing introduction uh <laughs> man perfectly done perfectly and <laughs> masterfully done like thank you man you and, and you know you know you hold uh, a special place in my life in my career uh in my heart you know what i mean you know why <laughs> you know why tell the people why tell the people why jerry you, you i don't want to toot my own horn. listen tell the people my why. brother man allowed me to be in one of my favorite magazines of all time as a music producer as a musician scratch magazine uh, my first interview my first publication you know be being featured in a magazine um and you know, the, uh, I got to I got to start off with that, man. I got to start off with that. I got to thank you for that. Uh, a moment I'll never forget. A moment that'll go down in history in regards to my career as a musician and as a record producer. So thank you, my brother, for that amazing opportunity you blessed me with. A lot of producers still talk about that issue still to this day. I still have all of the issues. I bought as many copies as I could, you know, so that I could just keep for memorabilia. Um, and that, you know, the mag, I'm like magazine is right here, like right here, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So thank you, my brother. I had to, I had to throw that in there. I know we're talking about fatherhood and me being a dad, <laughs> but you know, the world got to know, you know, how, how special you are to me and, and, and how you blessed me at the start of my career. You know, when I started bubbling a little bit, boiling point, I, little, little I, boiling point to be exact. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, literally. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for that. And that's why this conversation is that much more. Um, interesting and fun to me, man, because I've been talking to a lot of folks that I've been, you know, working with in some way or shape or form, you know, for a long time. And to be able to, they're all kind of really excited to talk about something other than music. That's what's yes, so funny. I agree. They're like, yes. hey, I can actually talk about something that's outside of this industry. I'm like, right. Okay, good. <laughs> right. You know, gives us an opportunity for people to, to see other sides of us that they may not be aware of, man. So I love the topic. I love you know, that we're here. And thank you for allowing me to be here, man. For sure. So let's start. This is the question I start with, with most folks is when did you find out you were going to be a dad? Man. So my son is what, 15 years old. Um, and I remember it, you know, so obviously 15 years ago, but I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, I was living in Yonkers at the time. Uh, I was newly married at the time. And uh, I think we were like a year in. And I remember her coming in the room and being like, you know, and I don't know what made her take a, you know, a pregnancy test, but she did. And, and I remember her waking me up out of my sleep and screaming, it's two lines, it's two lines. And <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know what the heck that meant. You know, I just see I'm, I'm like oblivious to everything because I was asleep. So imagine being awakened to, you know, someone screaming two lines, holding this, this stick up into my face. And I'm like, okay, 
And I'm turned back over. And she's like, no, wake up. This is serious. And, you know, and she's like, it's two lines. And I'm like, okay, what does it two lines mean? And she's like, you know, we're pregnant. And I remember like literally like, like losing it and being shook. Right. Because I grew up in a church, you know, my parents are very spiritual church, you know, spiritual parents been in church all my life, church musician. And, you know, I've always heard, you know, the, the God preached word about, you know, having babies, you know, out of wedlock and that whole type of thing. And in that moment, I forgot that I was actually married at that point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, so I'm like, so she says this to me and I'm like, oh, man, this is not good. What, 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 what am I going to tell my mother and my father? Like, what am I going to tell my pastor? And she's like, what do you mean? I mean, she, I, this, I'm like, this is not supposed to happen right now. We we got to, and I'm like, wait a minute. We are married. <laughs> and she's like, duh. And then, you know, and at that point, it was a moment of, you know, celebration. You know what I mean? But it was that, and I don't think every, anyone has ever heard that story of how hilarious it was when I that first found hilarious. out, man. So that was classic. Oh, my God. The indoctrination the church got in your head. <laughs> Heavy, son. To the point you was married and you still was like, oh, shit. Right. What am I doing? What am I doing? That's hilarious. So what was um the, did you guys find out what, what the gender was going to be or did you wait to find out? Did we? I felt like we did. Yeah. Um, we. I felt like we did like halfway through. We were trying to do like a surprise thing. And then halfway through, we were both like itching to find out. Everyone kept asking you know, you're playing in the baby shower and it's like, well, we don't want to, you know, be thinking this, this, and it's not, or thinking this, that, it is not. And I think we've, I think we both gave in kind of halfway through. Um, and I think if I'm not mistaken, because you know, the way my memory set up <laughs> 15 years ago, um, I think the doctor had told me and she didn't want to know. And then, yeah, and and like you know, she'll be like, "Tell me, oh, okay, don't tell me, tell me, don't tell me." <laughs> and then one day, I was just like, "Yo, you say that again, I'm telling you, yo." <laughs> and and that's how how it went down. Uh, uh, and I was like halfway through, you know, the pregnancy. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we waited um, to find out with our son, but with our daughter, we wanted to know what she was going to be. Got you. Um, because we wanted to know if we had to get, throw out his clothes or not. <laughs> wow. Our kids were six years apart. So it was like, okay, do we keep the boy stuff or do we throw it away or give it away? And we were like, oh, it's going to be a girl. We got to start all over. So Right, right. Wow. <laughs> wow. So what do you remember about those early days um, with raising a, an infant, a newborn, you know? Right. It was, it was, it was pretty fun, man. It was pretty fun. Um, Thank God he wasn't a, a real crier, you know. So after he ate, um, you know, if he was tired, he knocked out, went went to sleep. You know, I was able to get my work done, man. But I, I was so excited about it that it was never like a real hindrance. And um, and I really just tried to work around, you know, whenever I had the daddy duties, you know. So uh, he's like I said, he slept uh, pretty well during the night. Um, so I would use whatever moment I wasn't having to feed him, hold him, change him to work. You know, so I kind of uh, created my schedule around, you know, me not having to be dad at that moment. And it, and it worked. So a lot of wee hours, a lot of early mornings in regards to, you know, creating and working 
and making beats and producing. And then, you know, when it was time to be dad, it was time to be dad. So I balanced it out pretty good. Okay. Um, what do you remember? What was the hardest thing for you to adapt to? Was it the diaper changing? Was it the feedings? Like what, what, what was, what was the hardest thing for you to, you know, honestly, none of it was that bad because gr- so growing up, my mom, uh, was into foster care. Um, you know, so she, you know, got a lot of foster kids and I was, I would help her as much as I could. And I actually enjoyed it. Um, so I kind of had a, a, a good amount of experience when it came to, you know, holding babies and changing diapers and feeding babies, you know, so I kind of had a little experience, um, you know, uh, and that helped in a major way. And, you know, the only thing that changed everything was the fact that, you know, it was my son, you know, so basically if I was able to do whatever I was able to do for babies and children that were in mine or that I just babysit it, uh, babysat and looked after, you know, it would, it would be a piece of cake and something that I would love and enjoy being that it's my, actually my own kid, you know? Okay. So how did you, um, like those early school years? Like I remember the first time I took my son to school, school and watched him line up and then walk you know, line up in the schoolyard and then go into the building without me. Right. Dog, I lost it. I didn't know what to do with myself. Cause like, oh my God, he's not with me no more. Right, he's right. Like, what do you remember about that first day of school? I was I, you know, I was a little concerned, um, you know, about how he would do, you know, his well being. Um, and the moment he walked through those doors, man, it was I was the opposite of you. I'm like Dude, I have a break. I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have from eight to three or eight to two, whatever it was at that time, eight to five, because I think it was like daycare. So, you know, they got they go a lot longer than regular school. And mm. man, I made the best of it, you know. And what was super cool and dope about, you know, my son is that he was cool. So he wasn't the baby from what I remember that, you know, was falling all out and crying and pissed and upset and he's like okay what's up guys you know and that's kind of what it was so i think that made it easier for us and um as i think back we probably took it a little bit more harder than he did we're like falling apart and he's good (laughs) like okay i'll see y'all later (laughs) right 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 um so what was your relationship like with your dad as a kid um you know it, it 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 was different. It was different. Um, you know, I, I, from what I remember, you know, my dad was very tough. Um, you know, definitely one of the best for us, um, but was very tough, very masculine. You know, when I say that, you know, boys don't cry, um, you know, all of that, you know, type of stuff, uh, you know, and I think that's what made it difficult for me um, because I wasn't the regular kid. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm very emotional, um, not a crier, but just very emotional. You know, I'm Aquarius and I heard a lot of people say, you know, when they hear my sign and like, OK, that's why, you know, very emotional, very moody, you know, always in his or her feelings. You know, that's that's how we're made up, at least in what I've been told, um, you know, so different, different, you know, um, and challenging in many ways because of it. Uh because I was very different from him, you know what I mean? Like, you know, he was into sports and very rough, you know, and I kind of was into sports, 
but was more on the pretty side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to be fly when I step out. You know, I want to make sure. You know, I'm, I'm, I want a haircut every week. You know, I got my curls going, and I'm wearing shades, and you know, very, very clean cut. You know, kid, and I don't know if you know he he liked that. You know, I, I, maybe he wanted me to be rough and rugged. You know, like him. So I kind of was the opposite of him. So. You know, we've had our, we definitely had our moments um, where, where we where we bumped heads and we had our moments, you know, where, where it was all good. Uh, you know, like I said, I knew he wanted the best for me. He sacrificed in a, in a great way, in many ways, from education to upbringing, making sure that we ate, making sure that we fed and we were provided for, you know. So f- for all those things, absolutely, I'm, you know, extremely, you know, grateful to him for that. What did he do for a living? Uh, he was a banker he worked at what was the name of that bank uh forgot the name of the bank i know the bank doesn't exist anymore but he, he worked on wall street um and that was something that i was excited about you know because i can say hey my dad works on wall street you know what i mean and i know wall street you know had to do with the you know finances and you know i looked at bankers as being cool everybody anyone every one of my friends or any, any of my colleagues that found that out you know felt it was pretty cool so i would definitely brag about you know, him working on Wall Street and being a banker. So what was his response when he found out you were having a baby and that it was going to be a boy? Oh, yeah, he was hyped. He was excited. You know, his first uh, grandchild and, uh, for, for, you know, for it to be a boy just made it a million times better. You know what I'm saying? And I, he, I think I felt like he was also excited by the fact that, you know, I, I, I was naming him a junior. You know what I mean? Naming him uh, after me, which is the name that he gave me as a child, you know? So I, I think all across the board, you know, he was pretty excited for me. Uh, he saw the excitement that I had about it, um, you know, and according to my parents and and, and the church <laughs> and spirituality, you know, I did it the right way, you know? It wasn't like, you know, I was out of wedlock and wasn't married. Like, I, you know, I, I did it the right way. So I think, you know, he was proud of, of that as well. Okay. So you said your father was rougher. So where did you draw your parenting style from was it more your mom then or something yeah probably my mom but you know i i I really feel i'm just unique in in parenting you know um uh and and i'm sure a lot of dads kind of have that same mentality of you know whatever i didn't receive or whatever i didn't give get as a child i want to make sure i give as a father you know Um, so whatever void, whatever I felt was missing, whatever, you know, whether it's, you know, cause again, with my father being rough, you know, hugs and kisses wasn't something, you know, that you would get, you know, being that that's what it was. So I'm the complete opposite of that. You know, I, my son is 15 years old, almost taller than me. And when I see him, when I pick him up, you know, from his mom, you know, I, I hug him and kiss him every time, you know, every time I call him and kiss him every day. Every moment I hang out from speaking with him, even if it's 10 times a day, I say, I love you, you know, and those are some of the things that wasn't really common for me uh, in my dad, you know, growing up. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, uh, I, I, I broke and I don't want to call it a curse, you know, but just kind of broke what, how he was uh, brought up. I, I just wanted it to be different, you know, in my own way. For sure. Um, did you have any rituals with your son things that you guys like to do together um of course the video games you know once he was old enough to 
you know, hold the remote control. So that, uh, you know, I would honestly take him to the studio. I would take him to the studio with me. I would take him to meetings with me, depending on the situation. You know, if his mom had to had to work or had to be where she needed to be, and I had him, and I had a meeting set up. Well, he's going. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. He was everywhere, man. You know, he was everywhere. I, I would I would put him in that car seat, man, and we would make, you know, the stroller. That kind of was one piece, and the car seat, you know, came out of the stroller, and you put it in the yep. car, and, you know, throw the stroller in the trunk, and that's what it was, you know. So I had him, you know, I was a church musician as well. I went to church a lot, you know, played mm-hmm. a lot in the church, you know. So I had to be at church several nights out of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, all day Sunday. Uh, so if his mom was at work, and I had to go, you know, be the musician that I was, you know, my son was rolling and he was always cool. Again, not a crier, you know, would always hang out and, and he was the best man. And as he, as he aged and got older, of course, you know, he developed a love and a passion for music as well. You know, so it went from him just, you know, sitting around, not being able to talk to now being able to talk and now being able to enjoy, you know, what he was a part of and, and the experiences that, you know, I brought him around. Oh, so he has musical aspirations as well. You know what? He's he's funny because, uh, <laughs> you know, I took him to the DJ. So he started DJing. He plays drums just like me. Just, you know, jump on a drum set as a little baby. Can't talk, but like swinging sticks and has rhythm. You know what I'm saying? He's like beatboxing with his mouth and doing things that I've never done as a kid. So I think, you know, and his mom is, is a musician and an artist as well. Um, so, you know, so I'm definitely I know he got that from both of us. Uh, the singing side from her and the musicianship, you know, from me. Um, so yeah, man, you know, we 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 would do we would do a bunch of things, man. Bowling, video games, sporting events, you know, meetings. Like I said, studio, anywhere I can take him that was okay for a kid to be and the environment and the vibe. You know, I would bring him. So how has it been um, with him during the? shelter in place the quarantine stuff how is he how did he manage i'm, I'm sure school's done now but right how did how did he manage with that yeah it, it was pretty difficult it was pretty difficult you know for the both of us um you know unfortunately him his mom and i are no longer together uh we've been divorced now uh for about six going on seven years uh mm-hmm. you know but we're co-parenting and we're, co- we're co-parenting uh doing the best that we can together you know to raise our boy so he lives he lives with his mom um, and you know, I want to give a, give, give, uh, much love and props to her, um, because it was actually her that was working, you know, hands on each and every single day and side by side him in regards to the remote learning and the homeschooling that had to be done, you know, due, due to the pandemic. Uh, so I definitely want to give her a shout out, you know, for that. Um, you know, but I, I felt he handled it pretty well, um, and again, like he's 15, he's a gamer, he's online with his boys, you know, he's online with me, you know, we spoke every day, we played every day, and, and we took advantage of technology and, and be, us being able to FaceTime and see one another. Um, and I, I love that you asked that because uh, I actually went three months without being in his presence, you know, Ooh. yeah, three months. And last Saturday... Uh, was the first time I saw him in three months. And I, and I got him and picked him up for Father's Day to spend the weekend with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm always honest and real and transparent. So, you know, on the way to pick him up, I would say about 10 minutes out, I just broke down, man. I just broke down crying wow. and, and got really emotional and 
because in my mind I'm saying, wow, I'm about to see my son, you know, that I haven't seen in three months. And in three months, it's a long time, right? So yes, it is. <laughs> a, 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 a lot can happen in three months. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm seeing him face on FaceTime, but you know, I'm not seeing him face to face. So I'm like, well, what changed? You know, like uh, how did how taller did he get? Is he my size now? Is he taller than me? You know, I can hear his voice changing a little bit and becoming more deep, you know? So it's all of these little things, man. And you're like anticipating, you know, once you I pull up to pick him up, man. And, you know, I, I really had to like pull it together, man. And, and that's one thing I've always showed him was the real me, the real me, the authentic me. You know, I never, I've never uh, uh, hid my tears from him, you know, or portrayed this macho individual just off of the fact that he, you know, look up to me as his father. But, you know, I show him it's all right to, to cry. It's all right to be emotional. It's all right to express yourself. You know, honestly, you'll feel better, you know, after you do that. Again, which wasn't something that that I was taught and showed, you know, shown growing up. You know, so it's very important that I allow him to see me in these vulnerable moments uh, and be very uh, transparent with him as I can be. What did you guys do for Father's Day? You know what? Um, we came over. Of course, you know, video games are super heavy. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. games you play? Me and my daughter are, are heavy into um, um, dead, not dead or alive, to um, injustice, injustice. Okay, okay. The fighting games we play. A lot right, of fighting games. Right. So we we two K. We've been on two K very heavy. Now okay. I'm more of a Madden guy. <clears throat> <laughs> But uh, lately, I've been really enjoying 2K, maybe because I'm getting a little better now, <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. starting to feel myself. Uh, so we, definitely 2K, definitely Madden. Uh, we love playing uh, Mortal Kombat X together. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely down with the Injustice um, as well. Um, we play Hitman. I started Hitman 2 mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, so I've been playing that. Yeah, man, but we've been having a good time. And, you know, just him being in my presence, man, I just, you know, really took it in and enjoyed it. Eating, you know, small stuff, man, small stuff, but small stuff that really matter, you know, when you don't have it. Just something simple as sitting down at the dinner table, you know, together as a family and eating the dinner or making them lunch, you know, and, you know, going over work with him. You know what I'm saying? So just those small things. Father's Day, went outside, you know, where I live uh, behind my building, there's a waterfront. Um, and it's an amazing view. I can, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in BK, uh, so I can see, you know, the Empire State Building. I can see the World Trade. I'm basically across the water uh, nice. from from the city, so I can see that. So, yeah, man, we went outside. Uh, you know, I, I, I turned the Jeep on, <laughs> played music all day, um, ate, uh, drank, and, and and just really had a good time and just chilled, man. Nothing's Nothing crazy, nothing strenuous, just, you know, time, you know, uh, with my son, uh, with my daughter as well, you know, which we talked about uh, offline, you know, that I didn't birth, uh, but, you know, I claim her, you know, same, right. similar situation to Danan where, you know, and, and all is well, you know, she 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 loves, she loves to say, hey, I have two dads. Um, mm-hmm. So, I you know, I honestly think it's pretty cool, you know, that. You know, she feels that she has two dads, the dad that birthed her and the dad, you know, that she considers her dad being, you know, how I love and care for her as well. So, you know, uh, that and my queen and and she invited her sisters over and her dad over, uh, you know, my queen's dad. um, And, you know, we just had a great time, man. Just some family. We we social distanced. 
because uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not in, I'm not over, I'm not comfortable all the way yet. I'm not there all the way yet, you know, and everybody. Me neither, kinda, brother. Me neither. <laughs> you know, so everybody kind of respected that and, you know, respected how I was and everybody, you know, distanced themselves. And, but we made the best of it. I probably was outside from about 1 p.m. to like 11 p.m. at night, <laughs> like hmm. all day. And I had, you know, the best time, man. So you, you hit on something important that I know a lot of men go through. Um, your son was probably about nine when you, you and your wife decided to divorce. Yeah, right. How did, how did you broach that with him and walk him through that, that, that process? Yeah, it was, it was pretty tough, man. Um, and it took, you know, even after the decision was made, it took a good amount of time uh, before, you know, I was able to even get the courage um, to tell him. You know, and he's very young, like you said, you know, very young, um, you know, so I'm hoping I can explain it in a way where he gets it and understands. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did. You know, we took our time and, and sat him down and, 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 and uh, you know, shared the news with him. And, you know, he had questions and he was mm-hmm. very honest and, and very sincere. And, you know, we answered those questions to the best of our ability. Um, and, you know, we both. Uh, you know, kind of made a pact with him and assured him, like, yes, the living situation is going to change. You know, we're not going to be under the same roof anymore where, you know, things are going to be different. You know, we're not going to lie to you. And, you know, because some parents kind of go into this thing where they're like, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. Everything's going to be the same. And it's like, nah, things are going to change, you know. Mm. Uh, so I think I thought it was very important to be real and transparent with them. And, you know, we all shed tears about it. Um, and you know, life happened, man, life happened. So that's one of the things that I really applaud him, you know, for, you know, still to this day where I tell him, man, you know, you're so strong, you know, you look at me as your dad and I know you're inspired by me and motivated by me, you know, as you know, the man that you look up to, uh, but you know, I look up to you just as much as you look up to me, you know, even though you're my son and you're my child, you know, just basically, you know, seeing you get through this and work through this and, you know, work hard in school and, and do your thing and, and, and not allow it to overtake you and overpower you, you know, overpower you in a negative way where it starts affecting you and you start doing the wrong things and misbehaving and disrespecting people. You know, he, he just really held it down. And I'm sure he, he had his moments because, you know, of course he lives with his mom, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, you know, I visit him and pick him up and, you know, get him when, you know, whenever I can, it's very flexible. It's, it's amazing. You know, we work pretty good and pretty good together. And I'm grateful for that. Um, you know, but he, he, you know, I, I call him my superhero. I call him my superhero because it's not the easiest thing to do. Um, and it's kind of something that really broke me down because I experienced it, you know, as a kid, you know, uh, my parents divorced, uh, while I was in high school. Mm, um, and it really, it really took a toll on me, man. So that was one of the things that I didn't want him to have to experience and Mm. didn't have, you know, didn't want him to have to go through, uh, because of how it affected me. And, you know, I always feared as a, as a kid, like, you know how you're filling out questionnaires in the class and then it's like, check off, you know, whether your parents are married, single or divorced. And, you know, I would always realize that I was maybe one out of 30, you know, or two out of 20 
that was able to to check married, you know, in school. Oh, wow. wow. And I remember clear as day, man, that one moment, that moment where thing, you know, my life and and the situation changed. And in that moment, you know, that check went from, you know, married to now having a check, you know, divorced and I never, you know, envisioned that day coming as a child, man. So, you know, it hit me pretty hard, man, but life happens. You know, and you got to be able to roll, you know, through the punches and got to be able to bounce back, uh, remain focused and, and keep pushing forward, man. So he's gotten to see that, you know, with me being his dad, um, you know, from a, a male point of view. Um, and he's also had, you know, gotten this experience, you know, from a female point of view, which is, you know, his mom. Has he taken after you in any any ways in terms of habits mannerisms or oh yeah <laughs> like what in what way yeah he's he's definitely silly like me um you know I've, I've i've been a class clown all my life and still to this day as an adult man so it's definitely funny an amazing personality um quiet but very observant um you know of course the musical side of, of things like i said that you know he's gotten that from both of his parents but you know, definitely his mannerisms. It's funny because I was talking to his mother, uh, I think two days ago, and she mentioned how she had to like, you know, talk to him like, okay, you just left your dad, you know, your whole vibe, your energy, you know, let's, let's hit the, let's hit the light switch. Let's flip, let's flip that switch so you can get back to, you know, the son I know, you know what I'm saying? And and that's probably based off of, like you said, like, you know, influence, of course, you know, you know, as a kid, as a boy, you want to be like your dad. If your dad is, is, is holding it down and is really representing, you know, being a dad in an amazing way, you know, your son will want to be like you, man. So I definitely feel that that's what it was, you know, once he returned home to his mom, like looking like me, sounding like me, walking like me, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will you have him for the summer or is it still? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the, okay. the summers, you know, we work it out, you know, so I'm actually picking him up next week. Um, and it's, it's, it's different, you know, it's different versus, you know, a lot of the summers that, you know, we've shared together traveling last summer, you know, I, I took, I took my family to Vegas, um, you know, cause I have the residency out there at Dre's nightclub. So we spent two weeks out there. Yeah. We spent two weeks out there. You know, I played the club Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, we stayed out there for the week, rented a house, got a, uh, Airbnb, huge joint pool. You know, real, really nice. And, you know, so obviously with the COVID-19 and the pandemic happening, you know, that, that that definitely wouldn't be something that we're able to do this year. Travel, get on a plane, that whole experience. Uh, so, you know, just trying to figure out different things to do locally, um, you know, that, you know that'll, that'll keep us safe, you know, during these challenging times that we're facing at the moment. Okay. And now you mentioned um, your daughter. Now she is with you and your current? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what has that been like for her um, during the, like, like you just mentioned, the COVID stuff? Right. Um. Pretty, pretty challenging, you know, because my son is 15, baby girl is seven. Um. So it's a different dynamic, you know. It's a great age. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the dynamic is definitely different. Um. You know, the homeschooling was real and I was kind of, you know, really hands on, you know, with the homeschooling with her because, you know, my queen works and she's working from home and doing the remote thing. So she's on conference calls every day, all day. And, you know, so I had to hold it down for her 
in order to make sure that, you know, the work was being done uh, and stuff like that. And boy, did we have moments, man. I wanted, boy, I can't even say what I wanted to do. <laughs> to them, you know, to them teachers, man. I appreciate them, man. But it's like, man, I'm a musician. I'm a producer. I'm an artist. I'm a motivational speaker, an educator, but not an educator in the sense of math, science, reading, English. No, I'm an educator in, in regards to music. So to have to, you know, have a new hat, wear a new hat, uh, was definitely challenging. Um, you know, but we we made it through, man. We made it through, uh, and it's funny you ask because her school did like a parade today, and okay. her teachers and a lot of the staff drove by, you know, with with banners and balloons and stuff like that. And we went outside and just, you know, waved as the teachers drove by, um, and it was kind of cool because you know she started crying, uh, you know, girl girls, you know, they definitely emotional. <laughs> mm. So she started crying, and I'm like, well, why are you crying? And she's like, well, I'm happy and I'm sad. And I'm like, well, what are you feeling? And it's funny because she's like, you have to be specific with her. She's hilarious. So I'm like, what are you feeling? And she's like, well, I just said it. I'm emotional. I mean, I'm sad and I'm happy. And I'm like, okay. Meaning, why are you sad? (laughs) Why are you happy? And she's like, well, you know, I'm going to miss my teachers. You know, I really like them, you know, but I'm also excited, you know, to go to the third grade. So I'm like, okay, what's, you know. That's that's all right. That's normal. Um, you know, so I kind of soothed her, and then you know, the next second she was running around in, in, in the back in the, in the backyard where the waterfront is, and and that was that. So um, I'm extremely proud of both of them, man. To you know, to be able to get through this, they did very very well. Um, you know, in school with their grades. Uh, my son, first year in high school, ninth grade, um, and you know, he, he he has an 80 average, man, overall, and. And, uh, you know, it, it, it really surprised me, man, because I know it started out a little rocky for him, in, you know, in high school. Um, but for some reason, he really excelled with the remote learning. And I know a lot of students aren't able to do that. Uh, so I was really proud that, you know, he did his thing with the remote learning. And again, you know, I, I owe all of that to his mom who worked, you know, day in and day and, and night to uh, make sure that he was learning properly and making sure that he was, you know, doing the work. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely proud of them both. Yeah, this has been tough. My son, it was his senior year. He graduated from high school. Oh, wow, awesome. Had, yeah, class of 2020, so they did the parade thing, too, for them. Mm-hmm. But he actually did better with the home, the work schooling from home, right. too. Yeah, he, yeah. He had his best semester, so which is good because it felt like it's preparing him for college. Because right. That's the way things are done. There's less supervision. They pretty much tell you, hey, here's your assignment. Yep. You go off and do it, and then you come back, and, um, you know, you 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 report, you participate in class or whatever. So he adjusted to it well. Luckily, we have room here, so we didn't get on each other's nerves too bad. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. But, <laughs> but we, I think all things considered, we, we, we finished the school year strong. And, That's amazing, man. Congrats to you and your son, man. That's Thank amazing. You. That's amazing. Now now they're in chill mode. We literally just bought my daughter her first cell phone today. Do you remember buying your son his first phone? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> and it's funny, uh, you know, we're, we're, there's so much that you and I have in common on, you know, th- these days. So today I just ordered him a new one. Um, 
Yeah. yeah, he, you know, what I like about, what I love about him is one of the things I love is that he's not one of those kids that likes to keep up with the Joneses. You know, if he likes something, he likes something. Like, I would say this year will be the first time I heard him say, hey, dad, I want a pair of Jordans. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you know, like how, you know, kids and children can be when it comes to, you know, materialistic things. And I, I'm grateful because he's never been that type of kid. Like, even when I would take him clothes shopping, I would pick everything out. He would try it on. He would love everything. And that would be that, you know, uh, versus, you know, me when I was coming up, man, I had attitudes and I was rolling my <laughs> eyes and crying. Like, yo, how can you buy me that? How are you expecting me to wear that? And he was the absolute opposite of how I was, man. So, you know, I'm grateful, man. But I'm trying to think, when did he have his cell phone? Um, Yeah, I forgot. Was How old was he when he got I forgot, man. <laughs> I forgot how old he was. But I remember that moment of, you know, I think it was a moment when he started coming home from school by himself. Right. If I'm right. not mistaken. And you're like, you know, with all that's going on in the world, man, you want to make sure that, God forbid something happens or, or, or we need to be reached, you know, that we can be. Yep. That's why we got my daughter because she starts middle school in September. Okay. But we but we wanted her to be used to it because she was in school. Her brother, her and her brother were going to the same school, but he graduated. So it's just going to be her. Got you. Uh, so we wanted to make sure we had a line, a direct line of communication to her. Amazing. Um, and, you know, he got his first phone, like, when he started high school. So, oh, wow. Well, eighth grade. Yeah, like, end of eighth grade, we got him his first phone. Okay. So she's a little, she, she's getting hers a little earlier. Right. But, you know, but we had the whole talk and contract, and we let her mm-hmm. know, if you don't pick up that phone when we call, you're going to lose that privilege. And <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. You phone, and they don't pick up. Like, yeah, you freak where? out, man. Where are you? Right. Oh, I was with so and so, and I forgot. I had right. silent. Right. Blah, 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 blah. I went ahead. None of that. <laughs> silent. Okay. Cool. Give me your phone. I'm gonna put on permanent silent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ooh, so I wanted to ask. You seem like you've had a pretty easy go of it as a as a dad for for the for the most part. Yes. Like, yes. We all have those those one crazy moments. I call it the moment I feared. When my son was maybe about three or four years old, he came down the stairs. Oh wow! Told, told us very calmly that I he swallowed a watch battery oh. from one of, from one of his video games. Wow! So we had to go to the hospital and get X rays and all this stuff, and then we had to fish out the poop to make sure that the battery that he passed. Do you have a moment from either raising either your kids where you had where it was just like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going through this right now? Okay, I have a perfect one. So uh, you know, at my own our old home, you know, where where we were, you know, when I was married at the time, uh in the basement, right? We had these mirrors uh that was basically on the floor, but like leaning against um the walls, right? And on one side of that mirror, it was like chipped or cracked or something, right? So it was pretty sharp. Um, and me, you know, we will always wrestle, play, fight, all of that. So one day, man, oh man, we're playing and wrestling and fighting, and somehow his foot hit the 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 mirror, 
and cut it open. Ooh, <laughs> oh my God. I lost it. And I mean, it was cut like pretty good, like pretty good seeing me, that whole type of thing. And I remember running upstairs, you know, to his mom, like screaming and crying, you know, like, oh my God, I cut AJ. He was wrestling and he cut his finger, you know, so I'm blaming myself. She comes running downstairs, you know, super calm. He's calm. He's not even crying. Like, I'm the only one that's losing it. And, you know, she just sits down calmly, you know, puts the pressure on it, um, you know, stops the bleeding, you know, wraps it up, bandages up. And, and and that was it. And, you know, thank God he didn't need, he didn't need, excuse me, he didn't need any stitches or anything. We didn't, we never went to the hospital and, and uh, mama fixed it, man. So that was if I could take that back, I would definitely take that back. But, man, a, a moment in life where I'm like, what are you doing? Like, come on. Like, a come on, man. That was a come on, man moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, lastly, you know, 2020 has been, like, a really intense year in terms of, you know, people protesting and yeah. you know, stories of police brutality. Have you had any conversations with your kids about what's going on and how have you been able to – broach this topic with them right oh absolutely um i mean it's something that you can't avoid honestly you can try to put it off as long as you can but you know you, you, you it is what it is and this is the life you know that we're unfortunately having to live and see and witness so you know my son i uh, definitely have had to have that conversation with him immediately because you know he is a black a black boy you know living in in the world and living in this society so very important that he knows the do's, the don'ts. Um, you know, I, I bought, shout out to my brother, my son. I bought, you know, the book my son wrote, you know, in regards to the Bill of Rights. Uh, mm. we, we went through that. And what's dope is he already knew all of his, you know, the, the, the amendments and the bill. He already knew it. Um, but I think he enjoyed it more with my son's book because, you know, it was pictures and it just, it just, it just looked a lot cooler versus the textbooks you know, that he's being taught from in school. Um, so definitely a real, you know, a real conversation. Mm. Uh, you know, what you do if pulled over, or, you know, you're in a car with your mom and you're pulled over. If a police stop you on the street, what your rights are, what you do, what you don't do. Uh, so we definitely had to have those conversations. Um, he did uh, partake in, you know, a protest or two with his mom. Uh, you know, so he got out there, you know, and, and created his Black Lives Matter sign and, and he believes in it and he, and he pushes the movement uh, and he's very disappointed, you know, with the policing and those, you know, those police officers, uh, you know, that killed, uh, you know, rest in peace, George Floyd and rest in peace, Breonna Taylor and, you know, Eric Garner and, you know, anyone else that lost their lives, you know, to, to the police. He's definitely, you know, devastated and disappointed by it. Uh, and he expressed it and, um, and he's shown that man. So, you know, my daughter, she's a lot younger, of course. Uh, right, so, right. you know, different conversation, you know, with her being a girl, but, you know, for her, it's more of like answering the why questions, you know, mm -hmm. why are the police doing that all, you know, mm -hmm. or are they all mean and are all of the police mean, you know, so it's a different dynamic and a different conversation all across the board between the two. Um, but, you know, like, you know, it's, it's definitely something that we can't avoid, uh, you know, so I had to, we definitely had to, you know, face it, face it head on. Well, let's hope that, um, you know, we don't have to keep having these conversations, even though I know we will, but right. let, let's hopefully we have the patience and the, and the guidance to 
you know, give our kids the tools to fix this world that maybe we haven't been able to fix. Right. And hopefully they'll have a, they'll have a, they'll come up with a solution that we haven't come up with. Right. I love that. You know, and that on that note, I definitely want to thank you, Amadeus, for joining us today and sharing your, your experience and your um, wisdom and um, I, I, I'm looking for. I wish I wish you a great summer. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> with, with <your> kids, <laughs> right. And have all the play all the video games and play all the have all the ice cream. Hopefully, the fireworks will stop after. Right, I know, right, <laughs> man, dude. Like laying down at three in the morning, you hear boom. Like, come on, man. And we from the hood, so I'm like, I'm. I ain't thinking about no fire, fire, fireworks. I thought it was putting somebody popping off, man. <laughs> You this know, OD. I grew up in Brooklyn with the fireworks, but this gotcha. is OD. Yeah, this come is OD. on, man. Right, this right. Been OD, man. I agree, man. But I, I, I had an amazing time with you, my brother. Um, thank you so much for, you know, creating this amazing platform. Um, you know, fathers, a lot of fathers, a lot of us don't get the the love and the accolades that we do deserve. That most of us do deserve. You know, whenever you hear about a dad or a father. You think negative. You think about them being late on child support or not seeing their kids, you know. But we 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 stand for the for the kings and the fathers that do it right, you know, um, that do it the right way and love our kids and love our families and and work hard and work in a positive manner that you know allow us to provide for our loved ones, man. So, like I said, you know, me being a dad is is one of the greatest titles that 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 I've ever received. Um, it's God given, you know. God blessed us you know, with being able to be a father and, you know, to plant that seed, man. And I'm grateful. I don't take it lightly. I honor the position um, and grateful for my kids, man. So thank you again for this opportunity. Thank you for this platform. You know, I think this is definitely something that people will enjoy. People will be blessed by. And, uh, and I, and I salute you for having the vision of, of creating this platform with this topic, you know, for us fathers of the world. Yo, thank you. You're, you're totally welcome. And um, I'm looking forward to having another convo, you know? Yes, sir. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So you you enjoy the summer as well, man. I'm looking forward to seeing all of these episodes, you know, that you having uh, that you have coming up, including mine. Uh, man, you be safe. You be well. And again, man, thank you, man. And, and thank you again for creating that Scratch Magazine moment <laughs> featuring me in the issue, Boiling Point. You know, definitely a producer's dream, man. And you allowed that dream to come true, man. So thank you for for both opportunities, man. I appreciate you, brother. For sure. Peace, Amadeus. All right. Blessings, King. Mm-hmm.